called a pop filter. Pop filter. Pop. Pop. Um, okay, so on today's episode, we will be talking about our outreach techniques and approach. Um, this is the patented career case for the outreach industry. There you go. Awesome. Um, so, it is August 20th. School hasn't started yet. What are some things that first-year students can do today to build that alumni network? Yeah, so I think the first thing is make a list of the companies you want to reach out to. And these could be companies you've heard have internships or just ones that you're generally interested with. Once you have that list, there's really two things you should be doing. First is looking up on LinkedIn who works there or has worked there. That's a BC alum, hopefully an MBA alum, but could be an undergrad alum as well or even an alum of your undergraduate school. The other thing you want to do is send a couple of them, not the full list, but just a couple of the most important ones to Marilyn or Donna, whoever your career advisor is, and ask them if they have any contacts of MBA alumni there. Right, right, right. And one thing to keep in mind too is LinkedIn offers a free month of one of their premium products. So I signed up for the Sales Navigator where you get unlimited searches of people. Um, just make sure that you set a calendar invite or calendar reminder to cancel that after a month because it's 65 bucks and we can't afford that. Exactly. Um, it will be an invite once you listen to this with your best friend. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, okay. After you kind of search LinkedIn and, and kind of understand who, uh, you want to target, do you, what, what's your next step? Do you reach out on LinkedIn? Yeah. So I don't, I look at first, I do a quick Google search, see if I can see their email, but then most likely you can't, you're going to look in career shift which is a free resource that the career office provides us and you're able to set up an account through BC. And then that resource really is kind of like the LinkedIn of emails. So if you ever were a salesperson, you're going to wish you had that before, but now you can find almost everybody's email in there. So you can search first name, last name. If it's a really common name, put in the school or put in the um, company name as well. It's going to spit out that email nine times out of 10. Right. And so uh, now you're ready to write the email. In the subject line of the email, I always try to reference BC MBA somehow. So I think my title is like informational interview request from a BC MBA. People are much more likely to respond to you if they see that BC connection in the subject line. Um, so make sure to have some twist of that in your subject line. Um, and then in terms of the body, keep it short. Uh, I, I try to do like about a sentence of why I'm reaching out. We share an interest in marketing or brand management or finance, whatever the case may be. A little bit about what I did prior to school, but yeah. literally like one sentence. Yeah. Um, this is what I did. This is why I'm going to school. I'd love to talk to you about this. Keep it short. Put yourself in their shoes. These are alumni that are not much older than us, so they're busy. Um, yeah, and the one thing I like to add to that is just I attach my resume a lot of the times, not because I want them to forward it to a hiring manager or anything like that, but like you said, I'm only including a brief sentence on what I did. So I usually say I attach my resume just so you can get a sense of my experience so that hopefully they at least look at it for five seconds. And if they do, they have a sense of I came from a marketing agency. Right. Even just having that saves a little bit of time in the conversation that we're going to have. Yeah. Make sure you save your resume as a PDF and attach it because I've had it before where it's a doc doc and like my track changes were on and don't do that. So definitely save it as a PDF. Um, the other thing I would say is always try to include, uh, if they're local, an opportunity to say, Hey, I'd like to meet for coffee. Mm -hmm. Um, throw that in there. Sometimes it works out. Most of the time we'll say it doesn't, but if it does, you're going to build a much stronger relationship with that person, um, over a, over a beer or a coffee. 
um, than you are just on the phone. Absolutely. No, it makes it way better. So if it's an opportunity, definitely set it up. And it might even be an opportunity, not that first conversation, but if it goes well, maybe the second time after that phone conversation, maybe then you can set it up. So I've sent my email. Um, I've gotten a response that we want to, that the alumni wants to talk. Can you kind of talk me through some of the uh, experiences that you had on the phone? Um, yeah. Yeah. So I think the most valuable way to start these based on my experience, and by no means did I know this from the beginning, but once I started doing more of them, it's ask about what their role is in their own terms. And I think starting with that very broad, open-ended role and even expanding it to like what your roles have been at that company or even if they worked at other companies you saw on LinkedIn, right. kind of what their path has been to that role depending on how many years out of B-School they are. Getting that sense from them is going to be really valuable because they're going to describe to you exactly how they view what they do. Titles could be different everywhere, so you really don't know exactly what their day-to-day -day is like. Yeah. And then it's also going to establish an early way for you to make a connection with them. So say that one part of their role is budgeting, and you used to do a lot of that. Or one part of their role is doing experiential marketing, and you used to do that. That gives you something to quickly pop in and say, oh, here was my experience with that. Not that you're telling them about your life, but just making a connection that totally. you know what you're talking about within that industry. And that's going to set the stage for a more open conversation. Yeah, no, couldn't agree more. Um, I'd say once you have that conversation, uh, just maybe back up for a second. When you are sending these outreach emails, just try to be strategic in when you send these and when you actually plan for these conversations to happen. Yep. Um, on paper, you're like, oh, great, I could talk to three people in one day. Maybe don't do that and schedule them out a little bit because you kind of want a little bit of time to do some research about the company. Maybe look at this person again on LinkedIn just to kind of understand um, what their role is um, yeah. and, and prepare. And keep the Fulton factor in mind yes. in that there is no cell phone reception in Fulton. And so you're going to need to find a quiet place if you're trying to do these in between classes. I personally recommend using your car as a great resource. Yeah. It's a place where you have internet and cell phone reception. But all options are open. There's also rooms you can book if it's really important. But keep that in mind in terms of where you're going to do it. Like you said, just scheduling them with limited time in between is not going to be ideal. Yeah. And then last thing, once the conversation is over, always make sure to send a thank you note. Even if it's something very quick, just I appreciate you taking the time to talk with me today. It was super interesting to hear about XYZ. Um, I look forward to um, keeping in touch in the future, just giving them some sort of um, feedback for, for taking the time. Yeah, and I think it depends how you ended your conversation, how you're going to approach that. If it was a really meaningful conversation, maybe even send a handwritten thank you note in addition to the email. Yeah. If it was quicker, maybe just an email is fine. And then I think how you leave it with your next steps is also going to depend on how it went. So at the end, you might want to ask how was or what the internship process is, if they were an intern there, what their experience was with the internship process there, just to get a sense of it at the very end, not that that's your focus, but so you know if it's even an option typically if X company has MBA interns usually. Right. And then in your follow-up, you might say, you know, hopefully I can follow up with you in a couple of months once the internship gets posted and touch base on kind of either if you could connect me with a hiring manager or give me best ideas for the interview process. Right. Um, so I think that's the other part of the follow-up as well. Yeah. I would keep everything to a 30-minute conversation Absolutely. and anything more is, is too much. Um, and I, be, be professional in the, in the way that you do it. Like send an actual calendar invite to their work email or to their personal, whichever one they, they um, prefer to have. And you, being the student, reach out and actually like call them. Um, that way, like you own the whole thing, you own the process, um, and you're responsible for actually reaching out.
Yeah. And I think when you talk about times to reach out and follow up, it's, you know, personal preference, but use common sense. Don't reach out on Mondays and Fridays. Yeah. Reach out over the weekend, possibly, if they're maybe going to see it, if they're checking their email or reach out midweek and be prepared for them to take a little bit to get back to you, but be confident if they're a BC alum that nine yeah. out of 10 times they're going to get back to you. Cool. So just in, in wrapping up here, Number one is if you have their email address, definitely use that over LinkedIn. Uh, both Josh and I have found that to be a lot more beneficial and we've seen a lot more responses from an email um, than just the LinkedIn in-mail. Um, and number two, make sure you leverage LinkedIn. Um, sign up for that free premium trial and just search for people. Look around um, as much as you possibly can. Um, and, and make sure that you're not private on LinkedIn anymore. Yeah. Make sure that you're profile is public um, and that people can see you. And I think it's a good thing if people see that you viewed their profile, it shows that you're interested, it shows that you're making an effort. Um, and just you got to put yourself out there now. And you got to get out there early. Yeah, the sooner you can get out there, the better. And then they're going to remember that down the line when it gets closer to them actually maybe having an opportunity for you. Absolutely. And feel free to reach out to us um, for, with any specific questions or any specific topics that you guys want to hear on this podcast. Um, and we will bring that to you in next week's episode.